Greetings, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we look at movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Griffey, again, working my way down the Elm Street series, uh, and this our marathon month of horror movies. So we've got every Nightmare on Elm Street coming your way, every Friday the 13th, culminating in the Halloween battle between Freddy versus Jason. Also going to the movie theater to see some cool new October horror movies in theater. So a lot coming at you. So much, in fact, I'm going to be joined sporadically throughout this month by guest co-host. Tonight, I am joined again by returning uh, friend, co-host, and champion, Michael Cloud. How's it going? What's up? You're back uh, from a long, long time ago in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. It's been a bit. Yeah. So tonight, we're in uh, Rennie Harlan's, of all people, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. The launch of a career, uh, Die Hard 2, a couple other not good movies that Rennie Harlan... <laughs> this is probably Maybe. Rennie Harlan's best movie to me, which is crazy. Uh, but yeah, so this is... The way I think of this movie is I love the imagery and creativity. And now this is the one that is often referred to as the MTV Nightmare, right? I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I can totally see this being right. one big MTV music video. Yes. Totally nothing but like great visuals and zero plot. Right. Totally disjointed. Not even but- the plot. I think the thing that sticks out with me is this is where Freddy turns into Bugs Bunny all the way. Uh, I would say. The very moment when Freddy Krueger puts on the sunglasses. Yes. Yeah. That I was, was like, Freddy's too in on it now. Yeah. Like that, this, that is, the, this is the movie where Freddy goofy. stops being scary to me. He does become a lot more goofy. Yeah, and there there are a couple moments where... I mean, the general concept of a child murderer and raper still coming for children will always be scary on that level. Great, amazing premise. Freddy is a great idea for a character. This was the first movie where he kind of... Yeah, it's Bugs Bunny game show host, and I was like, I'm not really scared at all of anything happening in this movie. Yeah, there there was no like intimidation factor for it, but they were just so just really cool scenes, like just really yeah, iconic no. imagery. But the thing that struck me about this, watching it again immediately following three, is how in at least the first half hour of that movie is insanely derivative, like all the way like from the intro, like the very intro of the movie. Like you get Nightmare on Elm Street three starts off with her doing this paper mache house. This one's and it's like close-ups of the the arts and crafts. Right. This one's an extreme close-up of a chalk drawing on the floor with right. the exact same like <laughs> intro uh, uh, credits in the exact same locations with also with the uh, the nightmare quotes like a famous like quotes. Yeah. They really uh, love I, their nightmare quotes. Yeah. In these movies. <laughs> when that started in three, but like this one just like even though it's a different director, it is right off the bat exactly the same. Like and it comes all the way down even like to. Um, this is a giant new line thing, though, at this point. They were getting young, fresh directors who had no power and low budgets. Yep. So it's just weird because you would think at this point, like, the budgets would be skyrocketing, this and that. Not the case for this one, right? I think the interesting thing this movie does is it's... This is the first one where they've had to bridge worlds. So they have to wrap up the end of Dream Warriors 3. Like, So, Freddy got beat by a bunch of kids in some holy water? Okay. Also, they want to introduce an entire new group of teenagers. Right. So it is, a, it is a lot why. of work that this one has to do, right? Like, we, they had such a good cast last time. Why introduce a whole new group? 
Like, why well, kill them off in the first half? They killed them. No, they didn't. They still had three Joey and great Kincaid, characters. Yeah. Joey, Kincaid, and Kristen. But once they're out of the asylum, they're not as interesting of characters anymore. Joey's just another long-haired kid who That's can true. talk. They gave no backstory there on how those guys actually got out of the institution. Well, this either. is the thing. They're in the institution. <laughs> like, a fuckload of people were taking drugs and dying yeah. all around you. Why are they back yeah. for, like, like, fall semester? One year later, <laughs> what miracle happened that these kids are all of a sudden considered, like, now, see, safe there's your white privilege. <laughs> there's your white privilege. <laughs> no, because they both are out. The white guy and the black guy are both out. And Kristen. Kristen's, and Kristen's, mom, out. Is, yeah. Kristen's mom is the fucking worst yes. in these movies. She's really bad. And, but, yeah. Um, no, but this is, I think what, this one I, I, I really do like. The bridge, right? I, I like the kids in this one pretty well. Uh, I, I like the brother. They, I, I liked Alice's brother. And who but, knows what they would have done if... Because they uh, apparently this one, they were writing a lot of the script as they were going, right? They're just like... That's very evident. Fuck, I don't know what's happening. Like, <laughs> Renny Harlan's, like, writing on the fly all the time. Like, we gotta go. Um, you know, new Kristen. Who dis? Like, right. if Kristen had stayed, is it an entirely different story? Like, with her being... With her dream power, she could have been the run of a couple of these series right so yeah. in this one what they do is they're like how can we essentially get the Kristen character with a new actress to introduce a new mm-hmm. Kristen character yeah. who also has an amazing dream power yeah and again more <laughs> of the, the how derivative is. Let's, let's kill off the hero what of the is last in movie? the water in springwood that so many of these kids have dream powers <laughs> like because hers they say oh well it's because my mom told me a story about the dream master this poem yeah and i'm like I don't know. You have like an actual supernatural power. Like, I don't think how many other kids read that book. And then they also have the high school lecture and who the hell else has a high school lecture on the mythology of nightmares and dreams. Oh, they did this when they did the, what was it in the remake? They were like, yes. And then they were storming the castles in ancient Greece. You're like, we can't learn ancient Greek history (laughs) and fucking, you know, high school, whatever. But again, this is a big rich person. High school. You didn't learn about Greek history in high school. No, we didn't learn about Greek history. Well, that's just because you're from, Rossville. We learned about United States history and some like, world history, but we didn't do like ancient world. We would start at like World War One, or like even like the founding never, of America. You on. never learned about like Julius Caesar or no? Greek we would history like we your... read plays and stuff. Like we no no not not Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, but like the no we didn't read no you guys didn't have that as part of no, like, you didn't that's have any a European, hobby like World War One like European history is like a big World War One and two. What are you the doing European to the history, podcast the, right the, now? the French Revolution? Like, I'm sorry, what are I got... you doing to the podcast right now? What is this? Have I'm to just do? amazed that your high school did not teach you any European okay, history. Okay, when we make a movie called Prior World War Michael One, Michael Cloud, the fucking history master. <laughs> We're talking about dream masters. All right, right, all right, all right. I'm getting off topic. But yeah, but I I like what they do, bridging this gap. Right, I like where we find Kristen at the start of this movie, which is she's a girl who's constantly returning to the scene of trauma. Right, she's constantly going back to the boiler room in Freddie's house, mm-hmm. Nancy's house, Freddie's house, just to make sure that he's not yeah. there. And then yanking everybody else and yanking back in, with everyone her. back into her dreams, which I think is a really cool. Yeah, you know, even though she got out and she survived, there's a lot of survivor's guilt in Kristen at this point. I like the going to the boiler room and when they're like, the boilers are cold. Yeah, Freddie's gone. I like that. I think yeah. that's a really cool place to start this yeah. movie. Granted, this is all wrapped up pretty quick because yeah. they do hint at that Kristen going back constantly might be the ignition for Freddie coming back. Because mm-hmm. one of the most, I don't know if I could call it interesting, the way that we get Freddie back in this movie is through Kincaid's dog. So Kincaid's dog is also brought into the dream with Kristen, bites Kristen, and makes her arm bleed. 
right? Yeah. Then yeah. comes with Kincaid into a dream, which is a power he does not have, growls at her, or growls at Kincaid, pisses fire onto Freddy's right, grave, right. and then Freddy is reborn, yeah. right? This like, it awesome, doesn't make like, any sense at all yeah, of he's... how he comes back. <laughs> he's like reliquifying, yeah. right, and pumping up. And then, you know, Kincaid and him have a little fight. He defeats Kincaid, and we pull back and find this kind of dream planet. Yeah, which is one of the really cool, like, initial, yeah. like, imagery. It's, like, just the... The yeah, uh, car the, the, Yeah, the, the, uh, the, what do you call it? Just the, the impound lot, but as an entire planet. Yeah. And that was this really, giant, really cool. Yeah, maze, right? That, that was cool. What I do wonder is, like, what is up with this fucking dog? Why is this dog Dream Rock yeah. walking with Kincaid? Yeah, they did... They, it just, after Kincaid's dead, then... They don't even the, the dog doesn't come back. Like yeah. there's never explained like how the dog jumps in with Kincaid because obviously Kristen doesn't pull the dog in with her. Well, like, the first time even, you think maybe maybe but, once but you like, think she Cage dream. Yeah, and also and, I was like, if this was a cat, it would make sense. This is a dog. <laughs> Dogs would never betray their masters. Right? But he's even giving Kincaid shit or a little earlier in the movie. So this feels like a test. Do you think? The dog made a pact with Freddy. <laughs> I don't know what dogs dream of, but I think he might have made a pact with Freddy. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I watched that and it made absolutely no sense to me. Like, just, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was just like you said. They probably were just like making up shit as they go. And there's probably several just the dog like probably just like took a piss on set and like Freddy's back. No, he didn't take a piss. This is fire. Yeah, piss. well, yeah. They actually mounted a mini yes. flamethrower. Like they did. A, what was that? Uh, that movie, Man's Best Friend. Or, like, oh, that's something. I've been dying dog, to do like... that on this show. I love Man's. Best. That was like did, one did of he those. Did he piss fire or acid? It was acid, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was acid from like a snake. It's like yeah. venomous snake acid. <laughs> but yeah, but I just think it's funny. I was like, there's something extra going on with this dog. I don't think that there was really that much thought into that dog. I think they... I think the dog is everything. I, I think it's another like 80s cocaine induced. What is the dog is one of these dream guardians, right? They keep... Later a they shitty guardian. Like, the gods and the gates and all that. The dog is a shitty what guardian. What if the dog then? is actually some kind of god entity that's re-imbuing Freddy with power as he watches these kids squander I think we need lives. a whole movie on just right? the dream dog. I just want to know why he's pissing fire. Like, why the fire? I know it's And why cool. does that bring him back from the dead? Like, that's what I mean. But, um, and, and this is our thing, right? So he's back. We go to school and then this is where we start meeting our fresh meat, right? Because... Uh, well, actually, we've already met them by this point, but this is where now we're back in high school. Kristen is freaking out because her two friends didn't show up to school. They're dying. Mm -hmm. This is where we kind of begin to transfer the Alice becomes the sympathetic shoulder, right? So Alice is the new girl who is the sister of Kristen's boyfriend, right? Yep. Karate guy. So, <laughs> so this everybody is where, in the 80s knew karate. Yeah. It was like, a real thing. Yeah. John oh, Cusack yeah. did that in a movie. Oh, yeah, there, there was a dojo at like every <laughs> mini mall. Karate corner. Kid was huge. Yeah. We all loved it. So this is where we make the link. I think it's really clever, right? So Freddie gets Kincaid. It's a pretty forgettable moment, right? Not a great kill. Right. It, it just was kind of, of a stab. It, which is, that's what was weird about all these is like they have these really intricate scenes like in the beginning for a very quick, simple kill. Like, yeah. I'll zoom out on this really cool planet, then zoom back in and Freddie's right behind him and just stabs him. Done. I mean, not all of them. This movie does have another of my favorite kills in the entire series, like the waterbed. No, I like the waterbed. Uh, well, I'm gonna start. I'm just talking about like in the beginning. The beginning, shows the you, later ones become way more intricate. Yeah. The, the, well, this one in, shows you again. Freddy is just like, there's no imagination. He's like, I just want to fuck Joey. Yeah. <laughs> like Freddy and Joey. I really worry about what was happening with Joey under that water. Um, but yeah, I think the waterbed was a cool scene. Uh, apparently, really. 
<laughs> that one pushed Robert England like over his limits. I think they said they did were doing like seventy plus takes on that. Because oh. there's a scene <laughs> in this doesn't work documentary "Never Sleep Again" where he's just like. I've been in here for 17 goddamn hours. <laughs> if you don't have it now, that's on you. And I was like, imagine how do you, how do you screw that up that scene? All you have to do is jump out, grab somebody, and yank it down. Why do you imagine need... if you don't get the bed sliced right? Like you have to reset the whole, you know, bed and all that, and then I, they're I, jumping out. Like, I don't see why he would need to be in the bed to slice it open. Like you don't need. I'm telling you how they chose. So to they, shoot they they it. they shot know. it just really terribly is apparently what you're telling they, me. they got a lot of footage of this and for, <laughs> i love that part in the documentary because it's like the only time you see robert england like pissed off and like all the documentary of all these movies and the tv show there's one scene of him being like what the fuck and it's that waterbed scene uh but yeah i thought again freddie way too into joey sexually really upsetting stuff yeah, again, just something that's, like, incredibly derivative from the third one, though. Or, okay, Joey goes at, like, Joey Kill is from a nude girl baiting Joey, but this time just, like, into his bed. And, again, the other thing that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, like, like we're, like, in most of the, in the previous movies, what happened in the dream happened in the real world. And in the dream, Freddy just yanks him in the bed and cuts him up. But in the, when it comes back to the real world, somehow he has phased through the waterbed and yeah. is like drowning on the inside of it kind of a cool scene but that's uh, another one spring, i don't know springwood pd needs to be more on top of it <laughs> I, also I, I do feel like joey deserved his death because it's like again with the titties yeah like, like every time that kid is on the verge of a wet dream he should be waking up screaming <laughs> like that should be you would have thought like the psyche. first time he would have been traumatized like you would yeah. never have a wet dream again never right yeah never anytime he ever saw yeah you'd think he would have become very uh celibate well, in at his least dream in the in dreams, a... you can do it in real life, but no, I don't know. That's... That would have been rather traumatizing. <laughs> like the first time yeah. a girl, like I made out with my dream girl, and it turned out to be Freddie's tongue. Yeah. And he tied me up with it, and then you're you're just hanging <laughs> over a pit of fire, right? No, you know what else? And I then realized? you get, and then you get carved. Like yeah, yeah, you get a message carved in your chest. That's true. No, that was the last one. That's where it was. Uh, come get me, come get him, bitch. That's yeah. where they carved it in. This they carved one, they it in Joey. That, I, I know they carved in Joey, but that was still. Oh, happens. you think the scars were still there, right? But no, I forgot a detail about the dog too. The dog's name, Jason. Really? They called it. I forgot about that. That's funny. Do you think this is Jason's spirit? No. Why not? I, I think it's just a Jason's a, a spirit funny is illusion. not always resting in that body. What because, if Jason's part of the same? Because that dog was sitting right power. next to a teenage boy in his bed. Like he, he, like they, they, they kid, the kid would have been mauled instantly if that. He's was. not a counselor. Huh? He's not a camp counselor. <laughs> Maybe he's part of the That's same That's true. He was just waiting for that kid to get laid. That's right. And then then game over for that kid. That's right. No, um, but yeah, so this is essentially, this is when Kristen comes to school. She has the full meltdown, right? Like, they're gone, they're gone. Horrible act. Way worse acting in this movie, by the way. I mean, they, none of them were great, but it was a significant was decline say, in this movie. It's a Nightmare on Elm Street right. movie. Like, not an no, enormous amount. None of them were amount. great, but like, still significantly fine. bad. Except the brother I liked, but the rest of them... I thought it was fine, man. I man. really like Alice a lot. I think she's fantastic in the two movies. Yeah, She's my true. favorite Nightmare Girl out of the whole series. Really? More than Heather Langenkamp? Yeah, I like, like her more than Nancy. No, I like I like. I Nancy think she's more a better she, character. No, because Nancy actually has almost three different characters. Well, she does. She There's, literally has three different characters like, that she plays. Even in Dreamwear, I didn't think Nancy turned in a great performance, right? Like, I liked her in the first one. Dreamwear, she felt kind of, like, a little stiff, added on. And then in... 
nightmare she's just playing herself new, new nightmare. nightmare yeah and you're like oh well, she's kind of playing herself she's I playing like, somebody I like trying that to play one herself a lot right? i love I like new nightmare. nightmare yeah but what i'm saying is she i i think alice is fantastic alice is that perfect mix of she has that kind of molly ringwald super innocent girl next door she plays the trauma and the grief really well mm-hmm. but also when she flips it on and has to become this you know kind of badass She's really good at it. And also when she and has like she's those... fantastic in part five, right? Like she is the saving grace yeah. of that movie. That and some awesome images. But that's funny, I, yeah. I think. And then when she has yeah. like the uh, the uh, imaginary confrontation she has or the things she wants to say to people. Yeah. But yeah, she does really good that's in those. A, but see, what I like, and again, this is another way to expand our mythology a little bit. She's a daydreamer. Yeah. Right? So she's in in and out of dreams while still being awake which is a fun extra wrinkle yeah you know to this so movie. she can see like she can pull freddie into other people's dreams while she's awake because yeah. she daydreams yeah well, she no she gets that power because her power is whoever freddie kills she gets their soul and their power right right which is kind of strange so i'm like like he who, gets her soul he she yeah. he gets the soul she gets their quote power yeah that's true they kind of split the soul and the power yeah. i guess they're splitting souls right yeah you would have to say, but yeah, no, I think Alice is fantastic in this. Um, actually, Heather's death is one of my favorite, or not, uh, Kristen's death, sorry. Mm. But I think Alice seeing Kristen in trouble, right? That's a really cool thing that happens with Alice throughout the movies is she'll have a vision of someone in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. It kind of starts a little more as a, ah, there's like a jolt, right? Like well, that's when like, somebody uh, dies. She yeah, gets that. well, it's essentially like she's doing the Highlander, right? Yeah. Like the quickening <laughs> happens every time she kills a dude. Don't, so isn't there a scene where the windows literally blow out? Yes, yeah. there is. There actually is like a full Highlander <laughs> moment. And then other times it's just like, like, yeah. okay, I got the power. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like, because Kristen's death is extra sad to me because Kristen's mom is this huge piece of shit in the yep. two movies we almost didn't talk about her all last time yep but this time she's really bad right so she's gotten her daughter back who she thought was suicidal her daughter's now dealing with the death of two more friends of hers mm-hmm. who were also inmates so no one thinks it's strange that almost all of these inmate kids have died and lived on elm street at one point right, right? so the mom still will not take any stock she's out there you know she's got her servant making them lunch she's out trying to play tennis she smashes up drugs in Kristen's food. And this is one of my mm. favorite moments because uh, I know not everyone's a huge fan of Kristen's movie. I thought she was fine, right? Like, I thought she was a good fill-in for Patricia Arquette, who I didn't think was exceptionally good in Dream Warriors. I think we put that on her now because she's because gone on to a great career. Is. But I don't think she was exceptionally better than, I think the actress's name is Tuesday in this one. But um, the mom smashes up the fucking drugs, right? And it's yeah. the ultimate, again... I did a terrible thing because I wanted to save you, mm-hmm. but now you're bothering me, so I'm going to drug you to yep. shut you the fuck up instead of listening, even after everything that's happened, right? right. Kristen's mom never takes any involvement in her life in two movies. Yeah, never the, once takes the chance. Right. And the last one, she's like, oh, she's just doing this for attention. Take her off my hands. Yeah. Let's put her in this place. And then this one, she, someone who is, who she thought was previously psychologically disturbed, now has two of her friends die, and then basically drugs her and forces her to go to sleep and again the worst thing that anybody could actually do and kind of an, again the calling following that theme of the the, the baby boomer generation and uh, generation x and yeah. the baby boomers trying to do the same thing that they uh had 
done previously and thinking it's the best thing despite how horribly destructive it is right and the other thing that's interesting though is that when she's in front of the house she's like get away from that house like she knows something terrible <laughs> is going <laughs> on true. and then she's like that, nah. that's a great question why is this house still standing right <laughs> like, who has not but, bulldozed this house already this horribly like place yeah that obviously should be condemned that has to be crushing all property values around <laughs> it. all the creepiest kids are hanging out there yeah that house would be bulldozed but I like, because Kristen has the line, right, where it's, uh, you know, you just killed me. Take that to your goddamn therapy. Yeah. Right? Like, and then she just is like, what? Yeah, her Get mom back tries to have a relationship with her through her therapist is the most Kristen's mom thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, man, Kristen pulls Alice into the dream, and this is our connector to the two worlds. And it's a pretty cool death where Alice actually, like, goes after Freddy to try, or no, Kristen goes after Freddy to try to save Alice. Yeah. Is Freddy smelling new meat, right? He's mm -hmm. excited. And he throws her into the boiling, burning waters of this tanker, right? And then we cut to real life where I was like, we got to go. I think Kristen's in trouble. Her fucking corpse is just on fire in bed. Right. And again, though, this is cool because we've seen Kristen smokes in her right. room. Right. So, yeah. So, again, it's a more plausible Could have just fallen asleep yeah. with a cigarette, right? Yeah. And this movie kind of does that still again where, like, where yeah. it doesn't have that. Well, like, King the first no, because you're like, where are the fucking – who slashed this guy right. with, like, three blades? And then, yeah, Joey. But, like, but nobody finds Kincaid's body. The... Nobody finds Kincaid's body. He's just dead. They never show any follow up on that. That's true. And then, but yeah, nobody questions how somebody gets inside their fucking waterbed. Right. And drowns. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is another but, like, where you're just like, how the fuck is no one alerted to clusters of teenagers dying yet? Right. Like, how is this not? Well, and, and obviously, like, if this happened in 2019, you would have a Google alert in Springwood. Like, dead teenagers, you'd be like, fuck, we gotta get out of here. Our, our phones would be going off. There, <laughs> there, there'd be some kind of new alert just for, yeah. like, when masses te masses of teenagers just start dying. For sure, like, if they ever remake another nightmare, there will be a scene of, you're asleep when you're on your phone, man. Yeah. And someone's going to be like in a phone dream and get killed. Like that's for sure going to happen. Yeah. There is, Freddie's going to be like an Instagram girl with huge tits. Which and is, reach which almost why they don't do a remake. Cause yeah, it'll be full of like social media and yeah. cell phones. And it's the like, funny thing. Cause again, this is where Freddie jumps and becomes more bugs bunny. But again, I was telling you this, my theory on why this kind of works for the narrative is he is this guy from like, the 50s right mm -hmm. so he would have been born in like the 50s you know older guy who again is now just seeing these like massive influx of crazy images from mtv and the music yeah. and this old man doing like terrible dad jokes yeah. about a world he doesn't comprehend that he can only see through the distorted lens of a dream it kind of works mm -hmm. now granted again Kristen having to see the freddie shark fin yeah and the sunglasses, I was like, that's a series low point for yes. me. Like, yep. that's the really exploding bad. castle and standing up, yeah, with the, the hat and the sunglasses, yeah. That was really bad. Yep. But her death ends up being, like, a pretty good serious moment and a heroic way for her to go out, right? Yep. Yeah, once but he, like, then, pushes her through into the house. Yes. Then, yeah. It, once we're it, in Freddy's pretty... house, then it's cool. And now Alice has the power. Yep. So now we're done with the Nightmare on Elm Street kids, right? But what we learn is that Freddy's goal with Kristen was to use her to leech him on to a new group. Right. Which seems strange again, because it's like, why not? Why can he not get into other kids' dreams, right? right. Why does he? Does it have to be? Did the Elm he make Street a children? demonic pact? It has to be the Elm Street children, yeah. and then somehow he's found a loophole. Um, Alice keeps bringing other people into the dream, right, and like scaring the other kids. So Alice becomes his conduit. And I think the deaths from here are pretty hit and miss. 
The karate death is an all-time no. low as well. Right. Yeah. Uh, this kid just doing karate, like ghost karate. Right. It's very lazy. Like, there is literally, in that dream, there is no Freddy Krueger. No. He's not in that dream at all. It's just his glove. It's like, was Robert England sick or ghost something? Ghost karate, yeah. yeah like, and then the glove launches yeah. itself into, oh my god. That but, has but, to be an all-time worst death. The elevator was cool. Like, just all the scenery around that. Like, especially for, like, an 80s movie. Like All, this sim- all the imagery in this movie is really good. Like, yeah. I, I, I do enjoy a lot of what they're doing throughout. I just think the deaths are kind of hodgepodge, right? Right. So Kristen right. seeing the shark is terrible. The ghost karate is really, really yeah. bad. But the scary stuff leading up to these can be really good. Yep. It, but and it kinda... I think that's the kind of hit or miss. This actually has one of my all-time favorite deaths in the series, which is the cockroach yeah. death. This is easily top five best in the Nightmare uh, franchise for me. Yep. Because this one's gross on two levels. One, you get the disgusting body horror. Yeah, where he snaps like, her arm. Yep. And then there's this Kafka-esque, like, her turning into this giant beetle. Yeah, when she's afraid uh, to a cockroach, because she's afraid of cockroaches. Yeah, man. But what I like is when he picks up the roach motel at the end and just squeezes, squeezes it. it. And yeah. that fucking goo burst out. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so gnarly. Yeah, yeah, it, it would have been interesting to see effects. what they would have if they would have had a like, come and see what happened to the body scene. Right after that, like <laughs> what true. what how did that manifest? Yeah, no, <laughs> does well, it? She just has like one cockroach crawling on her dead face. <laughs> but no, that's what I mean. Like the practical effects in this scene. I mean, this must have been where they spent a lot of their yep. budget was this kill. Yep. And I would say, you know, this one makes it worth your while. This is a really good kill moment. My, my favorite scene, though, in that movie, that, that was a good scene, and it wasn't even a death scene. My favorite scene is the the dream cafeteria and, like, everything that led up to it. Where so she, this is the the uh, movie theater. Right, where she starts off in yeah. the movie theater and, like, that sucks her in. This is and, another weird point, though, right? Because the sucking her in is just classic, right? It's great. And then they cut to the audience, and it's all of her dead friends, yeah. which is really cool. Clapping at her. Um, This part leads to a really interesting Freddy moment where this is the first time we've seen Freddy alter a dream to defend himself. Mm-hmm. So he puts her in a dream time loop while trying to kill the bodybuilder girl. Well, after that, yeah. In the cockroach kill, right? Yeah. That's who they're right. going to save. Yeah, because like, yeah, they're, they're both still asleep, right? Yeah, yeah but they're they were asleep behind the wheel. And they didn't. They're asleep behind the wheel, actually, in that. Now that I remember. No, no, no. That's See, this is the dream inside the dream inside right. the dream. Right. So he's, right. But they actually wrecked the car, remember? Yes. Because he makes them think that he they're going to run him over right. and runs him into a tree. Yeah, so like, they smash Freddy and it like wraps around like the Wonder Woman shot. Right. So while that whole time that they're dreaming going through that loop, they're driving and they're both asleep in the car. It's weird because we never see Kristen get out of the house technically. Yeah. So Kristen might not have been there. It is like this weird, like the timeline of it doesn't work. All we know for sure is that Freddy is putting them in a dream loop so that they cannot get near enough. Right. And he never but, did that in Dream Warriors, right? This lets you know Alice has some kind of extra ability that Freddy is somewhat scared of. Right, and he doesn't want her in the the weightlifting girl's dream. Right, because she could distract him, right? Right. And so that is a weird, is Freddy weaker or has he become a wiser hunter, right? He realizes that she's the dream master. I mean, he did just come to taunt her with the soul food pizza, mm-hmm. which is gnarly as hell, man. I right. love oh the, the soul, soul food, food pizza. That is sick. like just that it, whole scene. I love that whole scene. Sickens me. Just just I don't the scenery, know why, the cafeteria. Because it the... looks really nonsensical in this day and age. You're like, come on, that's pretty. Well, you know cheesy. how. Well, you know how they. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious how they make it, but it still looks really cool. But no, I'll tell you what it is: is when he cr- when he bites in yeah, and there's the that goo, goo and yeah. the sound effect. It's yeah. so fucking sickening to yep. me. 
to this day, I cringe every time I watch that part or of even, the movie. Yeah, or even just him sticking his knife like into the temple. Yeah, man. Uh, of her brother's meatball head. Yeah, man. And then the goo just kind of seeps out from that. And shit's uh, gross. It, uh, it's such a. It's a cool, but that's what I mean. That the imagination is running rampant throughout this movie, yeah. right? Like there are some hitches, but I, I like a lot of the new elements too. I like the idea of Freddy being a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. Like he got fucked up in Dream Warrior, and he's like, I don't know if I still got it. I'm a little bit scared. He's a little <laughs> bit extra cartoony, right? So it, it plays as this uh, inadequacy issue for Freddy, which yeah, is I, kind of a weird place to find. I almost see it just because it's just him being like outsmarting his opponent. Like I don't see him as being scared. He just knows a he can't kill this girl. He depends on her to bring in new souls That's for true. him. So he doesn't want her interfering because he doesn't want to have to fight her off. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, be like he's just keeping her distracted while he does his thing. Right. Yeah, because who else? Uh, we skip Sheila. This is the little nerd girl with asthma. Yeah. Pretty bad death. Pretty yeah. pretty not great. Again, seeing Freddy like kick back as the teacher and like the apple. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like a robot arm for no reason. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The robot arm that comes out of it is like, okay, yes, you're dealing with somebody who. Is very nerdy and scientific and likes physics, yeah, but, but like, like she's it not a fit. roboticist. Right. Exactly. <laughs> she's not right. She's uh, she's not an engineer, at least right. not at this point. I mean, she makes that little device, but yes, yeah. she. Oh, she does. She makes the cockroach device. Yeah. that's the other thing. Everyone, she gets a physical uh, totem from every character, yep. right? Her brother's karate band, the and spiky nunchucks. bracelet. Yeah. yeah. So she has all these totems. They do another cool thing because again, I think a lot of the deaths are not great. But the imagination building up to the deaths mm. is good in this movie. That's where I think Freddy jumps the shark a bit in this one. Because now they're more worried about him being there as like a comical ringmaster rather than this actual dream hunter. Right. right. And again, I think you can explain it away that he just got fucked up in Dream Warriors. So maybe he's a little off kind his of stand, game. Stand back movie. a little bit and let the yeah. environment do his thing. Because, yeah. yeah, with the, the, the near girl dream, like, the, the, the scene in the is really cool. Like, how they, like, changed the tiles, like, yeah. around her chair. How they mm-hmm. did, like, the chairs locking them in place. Yeah. That was really cool. I love I mean, whenever even, like, they're panicking and the rest of the students aren't responding. Yeah. There's something really creepy about yep. that image. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. Uh, and then the, I, I, I mean, horrible pun that went to, goes with it, like, where he goes, what a suck face. And like, oh. like uh, <laughs> but see this again, this is what this movie does a couple times. Whereas the robot thing, garbage sucking face is cool. The death, like the imagery though, when he does that, yeah, it's really cool. Her it literally like, yeah, her like, shriveling up gross and, body yeah. is really terrifying. Yeah. And then it plays out as an asthma attack. Right, which I love is, Freddy kills that then in the real world translate to a, believable non-homicide right like so like people don't think that like no she yeah. had an asthma attack people aren't like no where, where Kristen or yeah. alice tries to point out she died from somebody else in her dream like no she had an asthma attack so yes yeah. that makes way more sense than like in the first movie where a person is dragged all over the ceiling <laughs> uh which yeah that it, one's a little hard to explain away <laughs> where her, but well, again, it's her boyfriend that did it you have to explain anything Everyone he, in right. town one should know exactly. that he did it. He has no that, that's the other thing. He By has now no, people should know, hey, there's a dream murderer. Yeah. Right. But, <laughs> and he has no need to yeah. cover himself up or like yeah. make it so these kids aren't believed. Because no, what the hell's anybody going to he do? He can't get served or arrested right. if he's not gonna <laughs> be there. But yeah, that's why I was like, I feel like teachers in these movies too, along with cops, like teachers should be a little more aware to the in class freak out. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, I think we got another one of those uh cluster suicide things going on. Like, can <laughs> we stop doing this? Oh, yeah. You know what else I forgot was one of my favorite scenes was when uh, 
her brother Joey, the karate guy, is when he's just taking a shit and all of a sudden the cheerleaders, <laughs> the cheerleaders come in. in and, yeah. That is true <laughs> high school nightmare yeah. material. Like yeah. everyone was afraid of that being exposed somehow to a large mm-hmm. group of teenagers. Right? Yeah. Like so, out in front of like a, you know, pep rally or whatever, like without your clothes on. That's I was where, like, that's fucking scary. I, that moment was bad. It's actually amazing that they didn't do more of that throughout the series. Like the common nightmares. Yeah. Like they, there's no like perpetual fall. Yeah. Dream. There's no, you have too many teeth dream. Yeah. Uh, they do the slow, the slow run. Everyone has that where you can't yeah. run as fast, but yeah, then there's like, you know, in your underwear, or, you know, a bunch of cheerleaders come and see you on the crapper. That's but... terrifying. Right? <laughs> but this, that's what I mean. This movie feels like where we started to make these more Freddy's dreams than yep. the kids' dreams, right? Like he might take elements from them, yep. but this is way more Freddy's fun. Right, where he just wants to fuck with you. Yeah, yes. this is him having fun rather than – and I think that this is a problem for Freddy. I like when Freddy is weaponizing their own fears, and I yep. think that's why the cockroach works better than the other right. kills. Yeah, that's the one one time where it's like everyone can to relate to being afraid yeah. of like a bug or something. Like right. that's like an integral because you know with the suck face, it's like are you you're afraid of kissing? Right. I mean, they kind of do a you're little bit of like, a test, but you're a hard studying nerd. Right. Like, well, they have like the test like scattering around. Like yeah, like you know most people who succeed academically have a lot of like anxiety around like being a perfectionist on your test. Yeah. I think they could have used that a lot more than the robot arm. Like, yeah. have, like, made, like, a bunch of, like, creepy questions. I mean, or... it's hard because I know all they're doing is, like, what's a great image for right now? And these were kind of thrown together rush productions at times. Yeah. But, again, I think visually it's so fun. Like, one of the motifs they add, they do a really good job with Alice and small character moments. I love the idea of the blocked out mirror, right? And every time a person dies, she pulls down a picture of her oh, and yeah. the friend in the yeah. mirror. Like, as she transitions, right. and looks more at herself and gains more confidence. I love that. Yeah. But then it's like, it is the most inopportune way to use that symbolism for this movie because mm-hmm. the like, scene when she finally sees herself is when she's become a hodgepodge of every yeah. other character like yeah she can only become better by everybody else dying <laughs> the first time she sees herself all she is is a cartoon of all five of them in one person she's yep. captain planet not the planeteers <laughs> you know what i mean like so but i did like it i was like i like the idea of the mirror i like the the, the transition into from this kind of mousy character to somebody that's really yeah. confident Although you would think in real life it would have been the exact opposite, that somebody would have been gradually worn and beaten down That's through like, the continuous loss of their friends rather than <laughs> be- <laughs> becoming a stronger, better person after rapidly losing everybody you know and love. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, I, I, just, I like a lot of those little moments in this movie. Um, one thing I really liked in this movie is the church. I yeah, love it was a cool the scene. church sequence. It, yeah, it in was this. a cool. Except it feels for, very Hellraiser. Yeah, the, except for the one-on-one hand ninja combat over the pews. I, I could have done was... without the ninja combat, but I like Freddy. And this is where we get into this theory too of Freddy as guarding a gate. Yeah, right. So now, yeah, because I've been guarding my, this gate yeah, for. I've been guarding this gate a long time, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Like she thinks she can take him out. Yep. Which I don't know if that means she takes – I don't know what the combat rules are. <laughs> but, uh, it, again, it's this cool mythology of Freddy is now playing in bigger paranormal supernatural rings, right? Mm-hmm. So somewhere there's a spirit or an entity in the universe that has made a deal with Freddy Krueger to let him keep playing his small myopic game in this town if he becomes this dream guardian or dream demon bringing souls. Yep. So there is a, a cool extra element added in this part of the movie. Um, I don't know how I feel about the stained glass. You mean like how he dies? The mirror kill, yes. Yeah, it doesn't make any... Like, there's like some like rhyme or something about making evil look at itself. When evil but, sees itself, it is destroyed, right? Yeah. 
Like, it, but it, again, it's like that feels but, like one of those. If a good man has done something evil and is forced to confront it, they'd be like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" I'm like, "This yeah, is a fucking no, child murderer." Yeah, they, they, he has no remorse. <laughs> he uh, has uh, no baseline <laughs> decency. And to plus, be scared. he has looked at mirrors multiple times throughout the series. Well, he's been in mirrors. Been, well, in the in the third one, when he's obviously looking across at himself. But those are in mirrors. I, I mean, I guess they're still repeat images of himself. Yeah, that one's tough. Yeah, that one's a little tough. It, it seemed like very much a cop out. Like yeah. it's like because like, yeah, how the hell do you kill this guy? Like you you just make something that's completely nonsensical. I guess. Well, I mean, even uh, I mean, it's it's a cool idea they added, right? Like I don't know that it works well, but it ends up paying off in a really big way. What I like to think of the mirror is is that the spirits inside of him that he has this parasitic relationship with. Mm-hmm. So imagine all the spirits are actually the internal organs and all these important parts of his, you know, corporeal form. They're the ones seeing through the mirror, right? Not Freddy himself, mm. but the spirits are seeing Freddy as this, you know, false captor, right? And so then that's when we see the spirits start revolting. So you think they, they realize that he's weaker than he actually is and they yeah. have more power over him? And well, that's... I think there is this... Of course you would be scared, but there is also a way, and this movie really illustrates it, to see him as this kind of comically tragic little man. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look at you, you little fucking Bugs Bunny bitch. Like, you have to steal our teenage souls? Like, that's all you are? Yeah. And there, he is less scary in this movie. And I think they play it in an interesting way. You can watch this movie as Freddy also knows he's not as scary as he was. You think that he has that self-awareness in this? And it's I not think he just does. a uh, a fault of the, the I franchise think Freddy is rampant. a bit of a con man. But that's what, you can say that on a larger level. I think it's more fun to imagine. Okay. The movie I can make it us, like it more if you, the movie I do that. gives us the evidence <laughs> that we can then and do what we want with, right? We can just say, well, production trouble, this, that, or what if this was all exactly as it was planned, right? I, I, and Freddie is this insecure guy who knows he's on the back end. I like that. Thought Teenagers more. are developing powers yeah. now. He's like, "What the fuck? This is terrifying!" <laughs> like, I have to do hand-to-hand yeah. combat now. It, it is kind of a the fact yeah. that Freddy has to resort to hand-to-hand dream combat in a way that would make sense to this teenage girl shows a weakness. So you think that, it's, like, why the, does the he reason not they do the hand-to-hand combat? Why does he not turn in? into like a giant right. Jafar snake right. from Aladdin? Right. You know, like what he is did he doing? in the third movie. Why yeah. not just do that? Why does he turn into someone who's actually good at killing teenagers like Jason Voorhees? <laughs> yep. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense why he's doing these things unless you look at, oh, man, he's not as strong as we all assume. And then I think the mirror is a way for the spirits he's holding to see because we see they all exist in his torso. Yeah. Right. When she blows and this actually him, yeah. becomes one of my, again, top three to five favorite things in any nightmare movie. Mm. Is when Freddy's body starts revolting. Yeah, when the when the arms just start busting oh out of him God. and just grab it. Oh the yeah, Freddy the imagery starts so grabbing cool. that wall. Yeah, and they're just like they're grabbing his face and yep. they cut away to the giant torso. Ugh, like it's it's really fucking fun. Yeah, it's, it's really, a really cool scene. It's it's so and again, this is what Nightmare is so great is that it is just so fucking surreal. Yep. Right, because again, killing Freddy and killing Jason and all these things always is a hard problem it's a crapshoot always i mean that's the other thing jason shouldn't be that hard to kill freddy is understandably a hard character to kill because he doesn't really have a body he's a spirit he's a demon like how do you kill that but he in this movie he's essentially a soul pinata right and if the souls who are not all the way his right (laughs) Kristen has part of the souls so the souls can also see themselves in her potentially there becomes this 
fighting back element. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And actually, a really cool thing that I learned in that documentary, too. Uh, what's her name? Leona Quigley? God damn it. I can't believe I forgot her name. She's a, she's a very popular scream queen uh, from horror movies, right? She was in Return of the Living Dead. She's the one who does, like, the tombstone dance. Okay. Uh, she was famous for being in a lot of these movies and getting naked chopping mall. Uh, <laughs> but she's actually the woman they hired to be inside of the giant Freddy corpse. She's the one that presses her tits up against Oh, really? That's yeah. who that is? <laughs> That's Quigley's tits, right? And I was yeah. like, those are famous horror movie tits. <laughs> I can't believe they that's hired her only to be inside right. of that. that, that but that's was, a funny little like deep cut there that I nobody know. knew about. Uh, when I saw that, it really did blow my mind because uh, you're like, oh, my God. And anyone who watches Last Drive-In with Joe Bob, he talks about her all the time. Yeah. You know, people who watch a lot of these movies. But um, there's this cool thing they showed on the set. They actually built a giant thing. And everyone's kind of greased up in it. And they're like, press harder. And you can hear, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Rennie Harlan. Get your tits in there. She's like trying to press her tits out because, again, you got to see tits, even in Freddy's disgusting, rotted body. But they didn't have it secured very well. And there was like a little PA. I think they said it was like a little lady was up on top in the rafters, right? This thing was like 15 feet tall. I mean, it had to be ginormous. And as they started pushing forward, the whole fucking thing fell forward and yanked that lady out of the rafters. She fell all the way down and got hurt. Oh, man. And it's like, that's a lot. Just so you could get right. some tits in this movie. Because <laughs> the arm Like, if they didn't make her press so hard well. to, to get in there, then that lady would have been fine. Yeah, if they weren't so desperate to get those tits. <laughs> right, like, it's, like, actually really kind of, like, out Linnea of left field. Linnea Quigley. Linnea Quigley. I cannot remember the first name, but yeah. Like, it would have been just fine with, like, faces and hands. Like, But the hands are great. And then when the hands start ripping his fucking yeah. head apart, yep. it was it was amazing, man. Yep. Like, that, that is really... If you have to kill these guys who are unkillable, this is how you do it. It's a really cool yeah. kind of big supernatural metaphysical death. Yeah, so it is kind of which a, is better than hand to hand combat or right. pulling them in the real world. So yeah, this it is, is kind the of, best Freddy death. It is a cool idea to make the the victims realize they're stronger than they are that he's already absorbed. Yeah, to take him out and empower the victims. That is kind of a cool way to. The mirror is for them, not Freddy. Fred, yeah, okay, that I, Freddy I can buy is that. so evil he does not. Care yeah, that he, he is right. There's remorse yeah. does not kill Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I think there is. There's a there's a look behind the curtain at this guy, right? Yeah, he's a little bit of a a snake oil salesman at this yep. point. Like his power is derided from their souls mm-hmm. that she also has half of, and they say, "Hey, that looks better than him. Fuck him." Yeah, and I it's it's his best it's, death in the series to me. This and yeah. five are his best deaths, I would say. The uh, it, but the they kind of. Uh, go against that and other things like where there's multiple episodes or uh, dream sequences where people are like, this is my dream. I'm in charge here. Right. I'm empowered. He's like, Nope. Like, yeah. And they end up dead for thinking that. Yeah. And I think this is one of the, again, this could just be changing eras too. Like more entitlement, more younger rebellious people, right? Yeah. Every, every old guy thinks teenagers are more rebellious than <laughs> they were when he was a teenager, even right. though I'm sure they're not. Right. right, and they, they think that this they're is like Freddy's aging not, also showing. <laughs> not even just uh, the rebellious, but they think that they're dumber than their generation. They think yeah. they're weaker than yeah. their generation. And you're like, and so this all actually shows the that same. they're yeah, they're, they're they are actually each generation. Teenagers should. today are probably smarter than oh, yeah. we were. Wait, yes, for sure. Yes, uh, think about what so they know many how reasons. to do. Right, like yeah, <laughs> the amount of information well, they have access to, and they have way less brain damage than we did. Like. They don't get exposed to chemicals and lead and repeated <laughs> concussions and get told to walk it off. Like we actually give a shit about our kids' brains now. Like yeah. every generation prior we are, to this, we, we are better than our parents. We're we're better than our parents, <laughs> and these kids are way smarter than us. That's right. 
if we had today, if we caught Fred Krueger, he would end up doing like a TED talk. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys know what I did? Oh, man. Here's how we can make the world safer. How do we make children's dreams come true with Fred Krueger? Right. <laughs> like, that's what would be Freddy's He'd, wor- he'd, he'd work for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know. I think this movie, it's a little... It has hiccups along the way, but I yeah. think it adds really fun layers to the mythology of Freddy... I like the new characters a lot. I like the big, wild, imaginative imagery yep. of this movie. And again, I think this is a fun one where this is the the one where Freddy is not fully powered and a little scared, I think. I think Freddy mm-hmm. realizes in this one that once he has to start taking the souls to give him power, that he's not the as guy he thinks he, he yeah. is either. And I think that's a really fun extra layer that you can yep. find in this movie. And, I think this is and a- the fact that Jason Voorhees is that fucking dog. For sure. Jason's spirit is in the dog, man. That's some Son of Sam shit, right? The dog told me to do it. I think it was more of a, a hit at Friday the 13th to name the dog Jason. No rather than The like, dog bring that brings into... Freddy back? Without Jason, there's no Freddy? No fucking way, man. Nah. But. Also in the back of Kincaid's room, a uh, Hills Have Eyes, Wes Craven oh, poster. Nice. A movie that he, I mean, were teenagers watching Hills Have Eyes at that era? Probably. I mean, I guess I watched it when yeah. I was a teenager. I like probably nice watched it when we were younger. It's like he's over here being like a sports bro, and then they're yeah. just like, hills have eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> a little bit of self-promotion there. Well, Even, that was, well, that wasn't Wes Craven, though, so it's not self-promotion. It's more of an homage, I guess. Yeah, that was Wes Craven. Yeah. That was like a, hey, master, we, we see you. Thank you for yeah. giving us this playground to play in. I'm just saying, even if you like hills have eyes, when you buy that poster for your wall... That's a real creep factor. Right. Yeah. That's it's like not a, a movie that you celebrate woo. watching. Yeah. <laughs> like that in Last House. Like I have a right. mini poster somewhere of Last House on the left. I don't think it's made it to my walls. Yeah. Yet. I don't think that's something you put up. Yeah. Either, right? <laughs> it's like <laughs> or, I have kids now. I don't want to be explaining away. <laughs> right. Or what's the other one? I dance on your grave. Yeah. I spit on your grave. Or spit on your grave. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Dancing would be more frolicky. Yeah. But yeah. All right, guys. That's the Dream Master. Uh, a really good installment of Freddy. Even as Freddy becomes Bugs Bunny. I think the movie gives us a really fun way to explain it uh, and still enjoy the Freddy kills. A lot of really big, awesome imagery. Yeah, the movie theater, the the diner, the soul food, uh, the cockroach especially, and then Freddy ripping himself apart. These are fantastic. This is the best kind of stuff that Nightmare can give us. And Alice is my favorite Nightmare girl, so... Kind of clunkiness aside, I hold this very high in my heart and uh, on nightmare movies I love, man. I think it's uh, it's the turning point in the series. It has a lot of good things going for it, but you can definitely see the transition from that to five and just kind of how it's on its way out. But they, uh, I think I had read something like after this one uh, is where people like kind of started getting like Freddy saturation. Yeah. Like there was like Freddy Krueger. Like, he had clothing, his own TV. That TV, TV show, show, I think I read ran for like 70 episodes, Jesus. 70 plus episodes. Wow. Uh, but the pilot just... is really good. I found it on YouTube. Toby Hooper directed it. Huh. And it's actually like the trial of Fred Krueger. It's like his really? story about how he became this criminal. I wonder if you can find that anywhere. And nowadays. that's what, yeah, because that was a cool one. I found it on YouTube. I really? have it. It's right, really nice. good. Um, not really good, but it's, it, that would have been a more interesting series. Also fun fact about that series. Again, I learned this from watching a never sleep again. If you like these movies and are following through with us, that's a fun piece to add. They talked about, they started where Freddy Krueger was essentially the crypt keeper, Yeah, right? He would jump in as do his intros when HBO was going to cancel tales from the crypt. 
they essentially stole most of the crew from Freddy's Nightmares because they knew how to work so dirt cheap. Really? And that's so that's how it those kept going. Are the people that went over to uh, Tales from the Crypt. So, so if it wasn't for Tales from the Crypt, that show would have kept going. No, I think because without Freddy, Tales from the Crypt would not have become oh, this awesome show nice. that we all love. So Freddy again, paving the way for more great horror movie stuff. Uh, that's it, guys, for us tonight. I will return uh, with my friend Sam Price for The Dream Child, Night Run Home Street Part 5. Again, we're starting to turn, but I still find great things in the rest of the movies in this series. Yeah. Uh, the, shut up! <laughs> they're ter- five and six and two are terrible. How dare... Two is amazing. Two is terrible. Two is... You need to go back and listen to my <laughs> pod defense of two. It's one of the most underappreciated horror movies of it, all time. It's such a disjointed addition, and it, it you, you turn it into a haunting movie. It doesn't work. It's, it does work. It's everything that... It does work. Now nah, it's... It, it takes away everything I love about Nightmare on Elm Street. Is, they don't even have the music. They take out the music of Nightmare on Elm Street. Matter. Yes, it does. No. That music is iconic. Jason's music is iconic. No. Nightmares the, is pretty cool. Nightmares is amazing. Halloween like, is, and Friday are iconic. Nightmares, okay. No. Nightmares music, it does How exactly dare you. what the title what says. What is Freddy Krueger if not, not, it's not it's the not haunted the spirit of that entire town and it, the people? It's not... What? What? That's what Freddy is. He is a ghost that looms over this town. Right. He he. It's a ghost. It, he movie. is the sins of the father. He's yeah. a ghost. Freddy is a ghost. He's more of a demon, but he's kind of a. You he's, think not, that. he's not a possessing ghost. But he's, he's not because he's, if he was a demon, that's an inhuman form that never knew human form. Okay. He's well, walking sure. in his earthly form. He's a ghost. Okay. He's a so it does work ghost, as a haunting haunting he, movie. He's a superpowered ghost, but he doesn't possess people. Like that's just. That's every other ghost movie. We don't we don't need that in the nightmare series. The nightmare it's insanely you. derivative from anything that's already come out. How dare you? Before it's no. possibly it the most everything unique great. take on the character in the whole series. Well, duh. Yeah, it's an incredibly unique take that's on it. Great. That doesn't make it good. Shh. God damn it. It, it makes Cloud. you lose right. everything that is good that's about it for nightmare. the pod. You're kicked the fuck out. <laughs> uh, no, I'll make you come back to do some Friday the 13th so you can see how a real horror movie no, bad guy I kills I would people. much rather do Halloween than Friday the 13th. I like Halloween, too. Halloween is a way better version of Jason. What? Yes. God Not, damn Michael it, Myers Cloud. is a way better slasher character than Jason Voorhees. Michael Myers doesn't really have any character is the problem. Neither does Jason Voorhees. Jason actually finds a way to get some character. What? Cloud. Okay, other than a, other than a disfigured child that was neglected by the camp I'm, counselors. I'm glad that we're doing this this month because I didn't realize my own co-host was going to need so much schooling. <laughs> so I'll have you back for some of the uh, Friday movies soon. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Give us a rating and review wherever you find the show. Share us on your social medias. We'll see you back uh, with Sam Price for uh, Night Run Elm Street 5, Dream Child. Welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> No, we did that last it, it should time. Have, we didn't do it last time. We should have done it we last We should have done it last time. What's his best line from this movie? Yeah. Want to suck face? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We'll figure it out. Peace. Uh, they check in. They don't check out. That oh, was probably better. You, you want to do a Hotel California friend? <laughs> <laughs>